Welcome to a Thanksgiving edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. I'm Bradley B. Key, your host. I'm joined, as always, or at least every Wednesday, by the famous handicapper, Can't Miss Mitch. What's good, Mitch? Gobble, gobble, motherfuckers. Ooh, coming in hot. Mitch just cracked a uh, boozy tea on his, and we're on the phone today doing this one remote uh, for the holidays. But uh, what's good, Mitch? How you been? Man, we got, you know, a packed house. The fam's here. We got some fried turkey. We got all the fixings ready to go. Fried turkey's a shit. Why do we still have the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving? <laughs> that is the one thing I just keep asking myself. It's uh, it, it's like mutilation. It's self-mutilation having them on the on the TV every, thurs, every Thursday Thanksgiving, but it is what it is. And they're the opener. It's, it really is. It really, it really is bizarre. So you're, uh, you're, you're kind of home for the holidays too. What's I'm, good with you, man? I'm traveling. I'm up in um, Richardson, which is a suburb of Dallas. So I'm up in the burbs of Dallas. We'll be up here for a couple of days. Gonna eat so much turkey, can't walk, no, can't walk straight, and then uh, we'll be back Saturday uh, to do our Austin Thanksgiving tour. So with my folks and the the rest of that crew. So. Uh, just got into Dallas this morning and, um, life's pretty good, man. We got, we're going to eat Mexican food tonight. We're going to eat turkey like a motherfucker tomorrow. And then we're going to go to Chinese dim sum, uh, on Friday. So I, I got a packed schedule of things that are very interesting to me. So I'm pumped. It sounds great. I didn't know Dallas does dim sum. So it's over, uh, apparently, uh, Aaron's brother just got a house over on the uh, other side of town, my wife. And, um, for whatever reason, this side of town has a quirky uh, dim sum angle to it. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go experience wow. that, that little nook. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds very modern of, of you guys. <laughs> I didn't know the Wesleys got down like that. You know, we, uh, we're we dynamic. We got a lot of angles to us. So we're, we're pumped, man. It's going to be good stuff. Very impressive. So I just did my little daily dose. I did half of the nano and I did half of the early bird CBD. Man, Gruden, I think, I don't know how Gruden's picks did last week. Did did you keep a record of how he did? Uh, I didn't, I didn't tally it up, but I did take notes of what he was saying. Although half the time I was laughing too hard, uh, to get factual notes, but, uh, his, his, um, opinion of, what was it? The Lions coach that he called a a walking sack of meat. That was great. oh Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell walking right. sack of meat. Oh, it was fabulous. Man, we got to have him back on there. He's, uh, he's a talent. He was. It, it's so good to have somebody like that. <laughs> We've got some more guests that are going to be featured on here that have phenomenal social media game. Um, I want to leave it as a surprise. Cool. Uh, I'm hoping that we get them next week. These are gambling uh, experts, yeah? I hope yeah? you saw the emails. Have you been paying attention? Yeah, I'm to with that, you. By the way? Nah, I'm plugged in. I know what you're talking about. Okay. All yeah, right. we're good to go. Uh, it's going to be tight. He, 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 he's, he's pretty exciting. Okay, and great. so I, I've been following this guy for quite some time. And anyway, I'm uh, – I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped, and we got to get Gruden back here. I don't know how he did on his picks, but you know what I do know did well? <laughs> What's that? The Algo? The Algo went 12-3 and three last Let week. me get you one. And absolute, absolute fire. I mean, 
we've been waiting for this. I mean, we really, we really have been waiting for this. And it's something that we knew was going to happen. And in time, it did. And I swear, it felt like this last year where after a just dog week, because I think the week before it went four and nine, we go 12 and three. We're sitting at 55% right now. This is when the algo just grinds. While we're sleeping, the computer's grinding. <laughs> It's just grinding. <laughs> it's crunching numbers. And I'm just pumped to be affiliated with it. And what do you mean affiliated? You're the you're the father of it. You are the birth parent of it. You're not just affiliated. This is your brainchild, baby. I mean, it's you know, I'm I'm <laughs> proud of it. Look, when it does well, when it does well, uh-huh. I'm the brainchild. There you when go. When it doesn't do well, those are just the numbers. That was just a mistake. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's. You know what I mean? I'm with like, you 100%. hey, it's the computer. It's not me. I had, I had somebody one of my one of my uh, old school buddies goes, "Hey, you go four and nine, and now you're trying to market your podcast to me." I go, "I didn't do anything. <laughs> Those, that's just the numbers. That's that's the truth." You're trying to market your that podcast. That is the truth. That's funny. No kidding, man. No kidding. So, uh, in any event, uh, guys, thank you for supporting early bird i hope you like it i'd love for the folks that listen in can you please chime in through a dm on the instagram and tell us you like the product i'd I love to hear more because i genuinely like the product but you know i'm also somebody who really likes my cbd and <laughs> i like my pot so mitch is I that core demographic if, for if, those if, guys if people actually i'm just curious if they like it too because because I like it. I actually give it to my wife. She does a little bit. So, you know, I'm just right. curious if you guys like it or not. So, should we, it, should we get into this? I mean, we got family out. just waiting for us to probably jump in at dinner and shit after this. So, Mitch is you know, we'll try and get about this TBC. thing in 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's jump into it then. Let's let's get into the meat of the schedule here. We got uh, a full pack slate on Thursday for uh, Thanksgiving, starting with whichever game you would like to start. I'm assuming Lions-Bears. <laughs> we got yeah, we got Chicago at Detroit. Chicago opened up as a three point favorite, total forty five. That number is now down to forty two. No movement on the Bears. Bears are one and six against the spread in their last seven versus the NFC. I gotta say, you know, I always think Detroit will come out and play well on Thanksgiving. It's the biggest <laughs> myth. You know, I it's have friends that Megatron. call me and go, Detroit. It's Detroit on Thanksgiving. No, it's not. It's never Detroit on Thanksgiving. The only thing that Detroit does on Thanksgiving is play football. The one thing they don't do is win football games. Chicago Bears win this easy. Chicago Bears win this easy. You've got some guy, I don't even know who's starting. His name's like Tim Boyle or Ted Lasso, something like that. (laughs) Are you talking about the Bears quarterback? That's Andy Dalton. Oh, no, man. I'm talking about Tim Boyle for the Lions. <laughs> the Boilermaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah Timothy trouble. Kevin Boyle. Yeah, he's in he big trouble. He played at UConn. The, the only thing this guy slated to do is take over for Orlovsky, who was like, you know, in the league for 10 years. Tim Boyle, although uh, he's got the great initials as TB, you oh, know, maybe no. we see something miraculous here. Uh, I highly doubt it. Um, he did go 15 for 23 uh, against the Browns through 
for 77 yards and two picks. I think the Lions are in big, big trouble. Bears by a billion. Nagy's last game, probably. Yeah, I, I don't think there's much to think about. What, what do you think? I'm Bears all day. I'm with you. And I do think that the Lions play tough, but I don't think they play tough uh, behind Tim Boyle or Jared Boyle or wh- whatever this guy's name is. I think they're in big trouble. But I think Dalton actually brings somewhat of a uh, reliable touch to the Bears' offense. It's not so up and down with the rookie fields running the show. So I, I honestly think Andy Dalton kind of comes in, and then if they've got that stout defense that they're known for, I think the Bears do fine here and actually kind of roll. They got Montgomery back in their uh, in the running back position. I think that they're good to go here. I think Bears roll. I'm with you. Yeah, I just think that um, they're going to have enough, and certainly Dalton not going to bring any wild playmaking abilities, but He's a game decision-making is something that I think will be able to manage the game quite effectively. What's the algo say? And I'm going to see a heavy dose mm. of David Montgomery and just a lot of smash-mouth football while we're sitting there getting hungry, waiting for our early afternoon Thanksgiving Day feast. Waiting what for we the will do is yeah. we will feast and take the Bears minus the three every which way. Yago loves the Bears 22 to 17. We're getting two points of value on the Bears. Moving on, we've got uh, Las Vegas on the road versus Dallas. This is a game I can get behind. That total opened up 54 and a half. Dallas laying seven. I'm seeing seven and a half across the board, although I do see eight at win. That total's crept down to 51.5 in most books, so money definitely coming in on the under. I'm definitely feeling the under on this for sure. And I don't know about you. Yeah, look, I think Dallas is a really good football team. And uh, last week, they lost against Kansas City. Diago had them played out perfectly. For some reason, this number feels a little high to me. I like the Raiders in this situation. If anything on a backdoor cover. Mm. I do. I think this is just too many points. My only thought is, and I, I know I have similar thoughts because the Cowboys skill positions are all, all banged up. Zeke's going to play and is a tough some bitch, but his, his legs a little bit messed up. Uh, CD's out. Uh, I think Cooper's coming off of COVID. He's been gone the last two weeks. So like, there's a lot of question marks on that offensive side of the ball, which is really what's so dynamic about the Cowboys. That being said, I like their defense. The the boys' defense, we've talked about them quite a bit, but the, the rookies that have come in and really turned that defense into something special. I think this Raiders team is a dumpster fire. I think we could see Marcus Mariota come in here and spell Carr at some point. Like I think that's how bad and desperate it's gotten for the Raiders. I kind of like the Cowboys at home to just take care of business. I don't think it matters who's playing in the skill positions. I think that their backups are, are capable enough to fill in for the guys that are, are missing tomorrow. So I like the Cowboys to cover seven and a half pretty easy. I think they win by, yeah, look, by 10 I think, to 14. I, I think the Ra- Raiders defense hasn't been great. I actually think they show up. I think both defenses mm. show up. I think the play on this is absolutely the under. Yeah. You had three points of line movement starting with the total. I love taking the short side of that and rolling with the under. Um, I love the under. The algorithm loves Dallas 25 to 16. Uh, you're getting one and a half points of value on the Cowboys who are six and one against the spread in their last seven home games. So 
Dallas certainly coming through yeah. for betters this year. Buffalo on the road at New Orleans. They opened up as a four-and-a-half-point road favorite and total 48. We're now seeing Buffalo laying six across the board, and we're seeing that total crept down to 45-and-a-half. So money definitely coming in on the under. I'm interested in this game. You know, Buffalo certainly looks like a beatable team. My New England Patriots are now on top of the AFC East. All is normal in the world. We finally restored. We've got Biden back in the house, and now we're, we've restored all faith. Things are good. The Bills are freaking the me AFC out, man. East, but Buffalo. Yeah, there's who something, are they? There's something wrong with those guys. Like they are freaking me out. They they're so. They're so up and down, and the last couple of weeks have just been like really questionable. Like I, I was, I, I wrote like two weeks off ago to the fact that hey, like everybody has an off week. Like I get it, but I mean, now it's starting to look like it. Maybe this is a trend. Like this is happening. I don't know, man. They just got mopped last week uh, by the Colts, I believe. Yeah, and that I just. I expected them to come out and play those guys tough. Like, that was an important game. 41-15, they got beat by the Colts. At the same time, I think the Saints are just beat up, as as can be. They are. Who's playing quarterback now, for them now? now? AK's not playing. Yeah. AK's not playing for him. And he's there. Without uh, a, him, that offense up, is just It's a banged-up offense. Yeah. And it's I, a banged-up offense. And, and I think they may be without Ingram. Okay. And, and like, they're, the thing that they hung their hat on was having this stout, elite run defense but I think the Bills could just lean into the pass game. They've got everything that they need to to really excel on that side of the ball. I I, I still, even though I'm freaked out by the Bills, I can't get a, a pulse on them. I like them in this spot. Six seems like a, a doable number. Um, I, yeah, I'm leaning Bills in this one. I, I got to lean on Bills as well. Yeah. I think they bounce back. This is a perfect opportunity to get right game. They're going to going to open up that passing game and the Bills are then going to look like a team next week when we talk about them. Hey, this is the Bills team that we thought about. Um, look, New Orleans does have a good defense. Um, I like the under in this game. I really do. I think this is going to be more of a, because I don't see the Saints scoring a lot, but I think, I think getting to that number, I think the Bills get to the number, but I think it's going to be a struggle for uh, points. And I like the total under mm. in this game, especially with that line movement. You've got almost three points of line movement. Again, I like the short side on this. I like the Bills here. Saints, they're 6-0 and oh against the spread in their last seven, six games wow. following an against the spread loss. So these guys have bounced back after an against the spread loss. The algorithm has Buffalo winning in a close one, 24-23. You're getting five points of value on the Saints. Wow. How about that? I like it. I hate being on the wrong side of the algo, but I like Buffalo. And by the way, this is my override of the week, and I believe um, did you have any notes on my override from last week? I had it. uh, The Pittsburgh Chargers game. I have override written next to it. Yeah, I, that's. Uh, by the way, I am zero and two on my override <laughs> of, of the week, which tells, which should tell you, the algo knows what it's doing. Superior than me. Well, I will give you and this. It's better than anybody you else. This credit though. Uh, last week when I was on the Bills and the algo was on the Bills, you were you stood strong with uh, Indy, and 
you clearly prevailed in that that matchup head to head with Diago. So at least you got some going for you. Well, a cross-eyed squirrel finds a nut. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Tennessee on the road against my New England Patriots. They opened up as a two and a half point favorite in Foxborough. Total forty-six and a half. That numbers climbed substantially. I'm seeing New England laying as much as seven at Caesars uh, and mainly six and a half really across the board. Um, totals come down to 44 and a half. Man, I got to tell you, um, the Pats are absolutely on fire right now and they look unbeatable. The defense looks like they are confusing everybody and no quarterback other than the very few that we haven't got to see them play a Josh Allen, which we will see them play twice, I think, in the next six weeks before the season ends. But we really haven't seen the pass play against elite quarterbacks and have been really tested so far. That being said, Tannehill's going to have major problems. Again, if you are not an elite quarterback in the NFL, you might as well just take a knee, put in your backup, <laughs> and just finish the game. Don't let the pass come in and destroy you. It's like when you're beating up on your younger brother and the younger brother always crawls into the fetal position <laughs> instead of just fighting back. and Just just roll over and succumb just to curl the up. beat down because the Patriots, they are 5-0 and against the spread in their last five games overall. The Pats are absolutely going to blow the doors off the Titans. <laughs> I love this game. I love the line movement oh, in this game. I mean, we're seeing four points of line movement. New England blows the doors off the Titans. Mike Rabel's homecoming is not going to be fun on Sunday. I think that you're okay. First of all, I know that you're drinking the Kool Aid like a motherfucker right now. Like you are chugging the Patriots Kool Aid. I'm drinking the boozy tea and botanicals is what I'm drinking. Your 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 Kool Aid is infused with all sorts of wild hallucinogenics. I I respect it. I it's white tea, raspberry, and watermelon. <laughs> oh my god, that does sound delightful. That's what it's. I think, not to pour too much water on your parade here, I think that people are overreacting to the recent run the Patriots are on. And let me just give you a few few matchups here, the last ones that, that are we're kind of hanging our hat on here. They Please, beat, they beat I'm ready. They beat the shit on the Falcons. They beat the shit out of the Falcons. The Falcons are a dumpster uh-huh. fire. They beat the shit out of the Browns with uh-huh. Baker Mayfield's half arm. Uh-huh. What was the game before that? I'm going through the Patriots. Yeah, beat the shit out of the Panthers. Like, yeah, y'all are beating the shit out of people, but they're all teams that aren't very good and that are shook up. And I'm just, I'm not positive they're as good as they are being advertised to be. I'm not positive they aren't either. I'm just saying, I'm not ready to drink the Kool-Aid like you. I'm not I'm not going all in Colt style. Um, following the Colt leader, Bill Belichick, with no sleeves on his hoodie, but I like your enthusiasm. This will be um, an interesting test because the other thing is the Titans got me real freaked out, just like the Bills got me freaked out. The Titans losing to Houston last week is baffling. Yeah, you were talking about resume, and then I was, and, and then I'm glad you brought that up. You're talking about who you going to beat. Let's talk about who Tennessee lost. To. <laughs> they lost to them. Okay, they lost by a lot. Rod. And By nine, they True. got their asses kicked. It, for the record, the Patriots only beat the Texans by three, but that's besides the point. The, 
both of these teams have question marks. Uh, well, no, the Patriots have been beating the shit out of people lately. I just had questioned the quality of the opponents that they're destroying. The Titans have sure, done some very, very head scratching things. So this is all like a really long winded way of saying I feel better about the Patriots. Clearly, they've got the momentum going with them, and I think you have you you make a good point. Like they're gonna have Tannehill balled up uh, by the second half here, but I just wanted to pour a little bit of cold water on you and say, you know, that we need to see some quality opponents here. We need to see some quality wins here before I'm ready to to anoint well, them. Who Super are we Bowls. even playing? Because the Titans, the Titans <laughs> have an injury report. That's longer oh than my a CBS God. receipt. That's a good <laughs> Get out of here. New England by a billion. The algorithm has New England in a blowout, 26 to 13. Ooh, We're the algo's even in. Okay. Fuck, the algo's oh, the even algo's, drinking the, the Kool-Aid. The algo's all in. Okay. Absolutely. You know why I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. And this <laughs> is probably the game of, of all games that uh, we could flush down the toilet. We've got the uh, Jets at the Texans. Stink Texans bowl. opened up as a three-point favorite. Total forty-six and a half. That number's down down to forty-four and a half, and some money coming in on the Jets. Uh, we're seeing Texans really laying two and a half across the board. Uh, I look at this game, and I think I really do. I think the Texans Texans have 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 found something. Well, that I like good now that we've got their starting quarterback in in play. I think the Texans come out and beat this Jets team. I don't even know who's starting. For the Jets, I don't care. <laughs> Half of I like them the Texans COVID at reserve, home. Yeah. I, I, I like the Texans here, Me and too. I don't want to spend too much time on it. But I Agreed. like the Texans. Do you like by the seven. Texans? Yeah, I like touched the Texans. At least. Texans are six and one against the spread in their last seven games after accumulating less than 150 yards in their previous game. Okay. So heavy run dose for the Jets. I don't know how that bodes well, but maybe. Uh, there's something to be said for that. The algo has the Texans winning 27 to 21. You're getting three and a half points Ooh. of value uh, on the Texans. I caught it by seven. Okay. The algo's got Moving it by six. On. So we're pretty, we're aligned here. Okay, good. Well, that feels good. It doesn't it. How about this NFC matchup? Philadelphia at the giants. Philadelphia opened up as a three point road favorite total four thirty six. No much movement on the total there. But we're definitely seeing money coming in on the Eagles, who are laying three and a half. You know, to me, I look at this game. I, this is screams three point game. It really does. You do. This, you think this so? Screams like a three point game. Yeah, it, it just it just does. Um, the Giants are probably gonna you know bounce back. This is probably a good spot for them uh, to win. Um, they seem a little health. They seem healthier I should say look they were up a task a monumental task last week against playing you know the remaining Super Bowl champs and I think or the reigning Super Bowl champs I mm. should say yeah I, I I just think that you you have a game plan until you get smacked in the face yeah and then your game plan goes out the window and to be fair the Giants early on made a couple of key plays that kept them in the football game um, mistakes early, uh, you know, they had that, uh, tip, uh, interception that gave them incredible field position. Mm -hmm. It was just a matter of time before they, they, you know, collapsed and they got on the sorts. I think that the giants 
this is probably a good spot for them to get a money line win three yeah. and a half. I'd probably take the three and a half points here if I'm if I'm the Giants. This this seems like a close one to me. I think the wrong team is is probably favored. Interesting. Um, not by what we've seen in the last couple of weeks, but you know we we've seen Philly just kind of dominate the last couple of weeks. But again, every game is different, and 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 I think the Giants come out with this win. The one thing I'm seeing on this this uh, Philly schedule, the next five games are just absolutely blowover games. They got the Giants, they got the Jets, they got Washington, they got the Giants, they got Washington. That's their next five in a row. So like the Eagles, like you said, have steamrolled a couple of opponents in a row. And these next five, they should steamroll if they're a truly competitive team here. This is a this is a, like a spot where they can prove what they've done recently is can can remain and can hold. It's not just a a, a hot streak, whatever you want to call it. I think that running the ball here has changed the game for the Eagles and has, has opened that offense up to a lot more potency. So I don't know, man. I like the Eagles here in the spot. And um, I could see them going on a little heater here to end the season. They close out with the Cowboys as their last game of the regular season, I think. Yeah. But anyways, they, they don't have anything to look forward to. Like, there's no looming Giants on their schedule. It's just a hot mess until the Cowboys on January 9th. So at least there's nothing to look forward to. There's none of that. It's just play that week, get through it, ride the momentum. So I like the Eagles here. Eagles are 4-0 and against the spread in our last four versus NFC opponents. The algorithm has the Eagles winning 28-20. to mm. They're getting four and a half points of value. I am wrong. You are right. The <laughs> Eagles probably roll here. So That's okay. Moving on from that one o'clock into something I am very interested. Okay. This is probably the marquee matchup of the early games on Sunday, Tampa Bay on the road at Indianapolis, who just absolutely brought the house uh, against Buffalo. I loved Indianapolis that game. They really are coming into their own. Carson Wentz looks like a perfect fit for that uh, team. And and that defense is really everything. So we're going to see what a defense can do to Tom Brady. And I think going to Indianapolis, I don't know how he does on turf, but I, I like Indianapolis here. Um, the total, let me you see do. here. Uh, this number opened up at Tampa, just laying three across the board. No line movement there. Indianapolis, uh, uh, I think the total 52 here, mm. no movement there. Yeah. I mean, I like, I, I like Indy here to come out and, Shock the nation, yeah, and beat them outright. Wow, this is going to be kind of a clash of the titans between that Colts running game and Jonathan Taylor versus the Bucks defensive line and uh, those monsters that that are run stoppers. So from that perspective, that's an interesting narrative as well. Jonathan Taylor is just a freak, man. Like as long as you're you were talking about the Colts quarterback looking good, like. If you're handing off to Jonathan Taylor, you look pretty good, and he's a, he's a good receiver as well. So, I, the Colts are pretty interesting right now, aren't they? They're fun to watch. Um, I'm gonna ride with you, man. I I didn't go with the Colts last week. I took the uh, the Bills, and I regret it. Uh, I like what you're saying here. I like them to beat on the Bucks here a little bit. I I think they're gonna get it done, and this is probably a much lower scoring game than what people think. Yeah. Um. I like the I like the under. If the Colts want to win this football game, they're going to run and they're going to succeed. They're going to have in order to do that. What I think is needs to 
happen is they're going to have to go play action early in the downs versus run first. I think they pass first to open up the run, and they can dictate this football game and keep Tom Brady on the sidelines. If I'm playing a money line yeah, game is this across a money line? the board, this is probably my money line. This is probably my money line play of the week. Uh, I love, I love that. We're still going to take the point spread. Yeah. Um, the algorithm, by the way, has Indianapolis winning thirty-one to twenty-seven. We're getting seven points of value Holy on the Colts. By far the biggest value index this week. Buccaneers are zero and six against the spread in their last six games as a road favorite. They have not done well there. We're all over the Colts. We feel good about it. That's the first time you, myself, and uh, the Alga were all aligned and feel really nice about it. I think that's the first time this year I've uh, called a money line in advance of the uh, Alga giving a score out, too. I, I'm feeling pretty good about that one. We were, uh, the moon's aligned on that one. So let's go, Colts. Don't embarrass us. Atlanta at Jacksonville in the who gives a fuck <laughs> about football bowl. It's the, the second biggest uh, stinker of the week. by. Yeah, Pampers. exactly. Sponsor, sponsored by uh, your rotten egg dealer. That's right. This this game that the Jags opened up, it, it actually was a pick em, Uh And total 48, we're now seeing Atlanta laying points, which is actually shocking to me. Uh, that total now at 46. I look at this game, I just think the Falcons are going to do what the Falcons do, which is, Fold. you know, just caca and just look stupid. <laughs> and so with that, I just... Like I, I, I like Jacksonville because here's my reasoning why I like Jacksonville because they're not named the Falcons. <laughs> That's a pretty good reason, considering what the Falcons have done of That's late. Great rationale. I mean, they have just been getting their asses mopped like in embarrassing fashion in multiple weeks in a row. Jags all day, baby. Yeah, Jags all day. Uh, Falcons are one and six against the spread in their last seven games on grass. They're also smoking the grass, not <laughs> eating CBD. Maybe Matt Ryan needs his CBD. Matt, come to us. We will be your suppliers. You can support early bird CBD. Backs right. Backs class. There you back go. You're getting it. <laughs> B C C. Yeah. Let me help See? you out here. It's what happened. It's twenty percent. Matt, Matt Ryan actually. Yeah. Okay, it's earlybirdcbd.com backslash BDC. Let me give you this stat, Mitch. The Falcons have scored three points in the last two weeks, and they have given up, Jesus, I can't count it, 43 plus 25. Like, they've given up over 70 points and put not three on the board. They are trash. They are in big trouble, and they're going to get ripped by uh, Jacksonville. Uh, Matt Ryan needs the early bird for sure. Yeah. Take it back to the dirty bird. In my garbage bowl play of the week, I love Jacksonville. Algo <laughs> likes them twenty-one to seventeen. You're getting five points of uh, value on Jacksonville. That one makes Moving on, dirty. by the way, if you are betting on that game, um, call one eight hundred. You need help. Yeah. There is somebody to talk to. Uh, if you are betting on this football game, DM me. I will talk to you. Phone a friend. Happy to walk you off the ledge <laughs> because you are an absolute degenerate. Oh, boy. Carolina at Miami. Carolina ripped my heart out last week. Mm. I told all my friends that <laughs> I love Carolina. Including I love the headlines around Cam coming back. I love McCaffrey being healthy. I thought this defense would be energized. I thought Cam's leadership would just really roll over everywhere. 
and Carolina. They come out, they go up seven nothing, then fourteen seven, and it feels really good. And then they can't stop them. <laughs> Fucking drive these motherfuckers cost me a ton of money. The Alabama went twelve and three last week, and I got the shit kicked out of me because of Carolina. These motherfuckers. Oh, I mean, God. of all the games. Of all the games. Uh, Carolina, uh, by the way, they opened up as a one-point favorite. Uh, total 44. They are now a two-point favorite. Uh, and that total has crept down to 42, 41 and a half, I'm seeing. So money coming in on the under. I got to tell you, I love the over. I think both of these offense come back. And uh, I think this will be a, a decent scoring game just on a very low scoring total. It's just, it seems too low to for me. It yeah. really seems too low for me. Um, Miami feels like they are a bit in a groove here. Agreed. Uh, because this is like uh, a everyone, to me. They, they, you know, maybe, I mean, on a point, you know, you might on a two, although I think I got burned uh, on, on two points. There was a college game. <laughs> um, Mitch got PTSD. Yeah, there was a college game. I go, you know what, I'll just take the plus value on the two points. Uh, it was it was uh, army, <laughs> army or air force. One of those games. It was uh, it went into extras, like the third extra, and all they do is just get two point conversions. And I ended up losing by two. And everybody I told about that game, they're like, "Oh, well, we had the two points." I'm like, "Why would you take the two points?" Mitch That's just, why you take the two Mitch points. Mitch just finished shaming everybody for betting Falcons, Jacks, and he's over here betting Army, Navy, whatever. Come on, Mitch. Oh man, no, it wasn't Army, Navy. It was it was. It was Something late, and, and uh, uh, anyway. Um, Anyhow, I like the Dolphins in this I think Miami spot. is underachieved all season. Agreed with that as well. My, Miami is, they've, they've, yeah, they've underachieved, right? And and now I feel like they kind of got something going. They, uh, they looked great going, last week. I mean, you think they're going to get something going? I think they need to desperately. They they traded away their first-round pick for next, and next year. Last year, they won 10 games. This year, they have, I mean, they're, obviously a dumpster fire to start the season. They could be giving up what's, you know, a really high quality first round draft pick neck in this next upcoming draft. If they don't pull it together here and really start to win some games. So like just from that, like narrative alone, that could be embarrassing as shit. Um, yeah, they need to get something going and there's, uh, this would be a good spot to get that, that the ball rolling in the right directions. Panthers have been struggling as of late as, as we just alluded to. So, yeah, I like the I like the Dolphins here. I think they look good lately. I lo- I do too. And they're three and oh three oh and one against the spread in their last four games mm-hmm. overall. Um I like the Dolphins. Iago has them winning twenty one to seventeen. Mm. And you're getting six points of value on the Dolphins. That being said, this is one of the highest uh this week. Probably the Panthers come out. Uh, and, and crush, but yeah. uh, we're on the Dolphins, Alva's on the Dolphins, and uh, we will leave it at that. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati and, and what maybe felt good early on, but <laughs> I don't really know what's going on. Cincinnati opened as a four-point home favorite. It's now up to four and a half total, opened up at 46 and a half. Some money coming in on the under we're seeing at 45 across the board. Um, I don't know what to think about this game. I really don't. I am I'm so confused. I think there's way better games to bet on. I think these two teams are so inconsistent. You don't yeah. know what you're getting. Uh, if you know, gun to the head, Cincinnati wins a close one, but maybe by a field goal. To me, this feels like a field goal game. So that 
you know, that extra point and a half, it feels like Pittsburgh. Yeah, you think you know, will cover. probably at least cover. Yeah, I just think this is kind of one of those divisional matchups similar to, uh, you know, the, the Eagles-Giants. It doesn't matter yeah. what these teams have been doing it's usually the close. last, you know, four weeks. It's, it's, it's the old uh, rivalry that, you know, these two, two, you know, Gruden would have gotten off on, on oh, this yeah. matchup. You this know, the Bengals stuff, and, yeah. and, and totally, this is, this just feels like a low scoring game. And I, you know, I would take the points that, uh, that Pittsburgh's got. What do you think? I, four and a half sets a scary area to be in, but I think the, I think the Bengals cover, I think they went seven to 10 by seven to 10 points in this spot at home. Um, your points are certainly valid, and the Steelers. You know they've. You're you're right about both teams being up and down and and being difficult to pick. I would stay away from this typically, but if I've got a gun to my head, I think I like the Bengals to cover to beat that four and a half point spread. Yeah, and by the way, last week they the algorithm had Las both Vegas. of these teams. Yep, that's they true. Had, they had both of, both of those teams. Diago has Pittsburgh winning a very close Ooh. one. Has it? Diago spoke to me in a last second field goal, twenty-four to twenty-three. <laughs> Again, five and a half points of value on Pittsburgh. The Bengals—they are one in five against the spread in their last six games following a straight uh, win. So, okay. doesn't look good with these old school historical trends that we have in play moving on to the late games our first the only early late game the chargers Mm -hmm. at the broncos this is another game that kind of confused me chargers are opened up as a two and a half point road favorite total 48 no real movement either way i'm seeing 47 and a half 48 and uh two and a half three across the board depending on your book um Three probably feels like the number that yeah. two and a half kind of throws me off. I, I, I really, I really don't know. This is probably, you know, a, another very, very close game. Um, can the Broncos, you know, Chargers are clearly the more talented. Yes. You look clearly. on paper, they are the more talented team. Um, I like the Chargers last week. They, you know, Pittsburgh put up like 27 points in the fourth quarter, killed a three team parlay yeah. uh, for me. I, I, I hated Pittsburgh last week. Um, you know, I Denver at home, but I don't. I honestly couldn't name very many players on the Broncos. I don't know now any defense player because yeah. Vaughn Miller's gone. Um, to, I don't know, man. This is this is a really really tough game. This this might be probably the hardest game to cap on the board until Monday morning. I agree. I like the Chargers to win by three. I think that they cover just barely. It's a narrow margin. I, I think the Broncos, with a, if, if they could get a, a competent quarterback into that system, I think that they would roll. And I think like there's talk about Aaron Rodgers going there next year. I think they'd be fucking phenomenal with him leading that squad. Uh, they've got a rookie running back that's just been on fire. They've got Jerry Judy, the receiver out of Alabama. they got all sorts of talent uh, on the offensive side of the ball. And I think that the defense does have some strong points despite losing Von Miller. So... I think the Broncos have pieces, and I think if they had a quarterback that was better than Teddy Two Gloves or uh, Locke, that they would be much, much more competitive. But in this spot, I think, like you said, the Chargers out, out, outdo them on the talented on the talent side of the ball, and certainly at the quarterback position. So, I think I'm going to take Chargers winning by three to seven somewhere in that range. 
Yeah, I, I, I think they win by three points. Yeah. Um, if I'm taking this game, which I very mel- may well, um, <laughs> I'm probably going to take the Chargers on the money line here. Oh, nice. The algorithm has the Chargers winning by 124 to 23. Okay. They are 5 and 0 oh against the spread in their last five games on grass. So that being said, Denver is the play. For the algorithm, you're getting one and a half points of value on Denver. Okay. Uh, a few games left here. Let's roll them. We're, we're moving along. I'm excited to see this game. I need maybe some split screens here yeah. for the two uh, later later games. Minnesota at San Francisco. San Fran opened up as a two and a half point home favorite. Minnesota. San Fran total at 48. That line, some movement towards the over, seeing 48 and a half, 49, and money coming in on San Fran, playing the three points. So people are believing, betters are believing in San Francisco and their defense. You know, to me, I look at San Francisco, obviously a big, big win against their divisional counterpart. And the Rams, their defense does look solid. But I got to tell you, you know, I just don't know who the Rams are anymore. So it's very, very confusing. Yeah, to me, Minnesota's been, you know, uh, a really nice surprise. On offense, it doesn't seem like they can be stopped. They've got too many weapons. Uh, Thielen, Cook, I mean, just, you know, and and then um, the the second year uh, kid, uh, Justin. Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. he's been He's been phenomenal. Yes. I, you know, this to me feels like an over game. I don't. I think it's a matchup against Minnesota's offense against San Francisco's defense. I think Minnesota's offense prevails. I like the over on this because I think San Fran is going to have to get out of their comfort zone, and Minnesota has enough to open this up. Uh, I like the over. I like Minnesota in this game. It feels right. Vikings, by the way, they're four and zero against the spread in their last four road games. What do you think about I, this? Guy? I like the Vikings in this spot too. I'm I'm very much in favor of the Vikings. The 49ers though have been spicy as of late. Like they were a complete dumpster dumpster fire to start the season, but the last two games I guess it, it was the Jags <laughs> and uh the They were hurt though too. The Rams they've game been hurt. About. Yeah, they've been banged up. And so you know, you're seeing some bright spots and you know this 49ers team was good recently enough and that enough of those components are still on that team that when they're healthy they are a formidable opponent and so you know maybe they get some momentum going into the second half of the uh the season and and reel off some wins but in this spot i like the vikings offense over the 49ers defense as you said with the points i'll do it bikes yeah and and again i I like the total this is going to be one of those games that whoever has the ball last wins the football game Mm. period Mm -hmm. this is going to be one of those games so a very tight margin. I like Minnesota. Diago um, has San Francisco winning in a nail biter, twenty eight to twenty seven. Wow! But Still this could go bikes. either way. I definitely, I definitely like the points. Algo's on Minnesota as well. With two points of value. Two points of value. You nailed it, pal. You're, I can, I can pretty, count up. I can count to three. You're good. You use your fingers on that or no? <laughs> My toes, but whatever. Oh boy, the Rams against Green Bay and, and what felt like a few weeks ago, it could have been the NFC championship. Yeah. I'm not so sure on the Rams anymore. Um, maybe this is a place where they can get right, but to go to Lambeau 
and play against the one of the top three elite quarterbacks in the league, I find it very hard to believe mm-hmm. that the Rams come in and disrupt Aaron Rodgers. I like Green Bay here at a pick all day. Yeah. Green Bay's defense has been very good. Let's not forget Aaron Rodgers owned Matt Stafford his entire career. Entire career. His entire career. Yeah. Why he was at Detroit. So now <laughs> is Staffy like have is he going back to Lambeau and be like, yo, I have a new posse. <laughs> this is my new crew. We're way tougher than the old crew. Which by the way, Aaron Donald, you know, is tougher than everybody. It Although, would be nice to have him on your crew. So, Sue Stafford did roll with Sue, and Sue was, you know, Sue's kind of the baddest SOB in the NFL. You talk to any NFL player, everybody's running from him. He was like Debo and Friday. Yeah. I love I love Green Bay's defense. It's not just about Rodgers, but they are more they're very dynamic. They're at home. I've got to take Green Bay. It's yeah. a very, very difficult football game. But look, if I look at the score, you know, halfway through and and, and the Rams are up a field goal or mm-hmm. they're up a touchdown. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be surprised about the outcome, Yeah, but I'm going to have an opinion on this game. I like your opinion. opinion. I think it's, it's a valid opinion. The, my only counter to that is McVay coming off of a bye week is kind of scary. He's, a, he's obviously a really good football mind. Uh, good coaches coming off by 10 to come in prepared and, and roll things out. Uh, the loss of Robert Woods is tough. They're having to fill in uh, Odell Beckham in his spot for the Rams, and that's going to be a question mark until it's not. Uh, I, I wouldn't trust that until I see actual production out of o, OBJ and and him not just be a, a locker room cancer. So I, I just think if it's a pick in Green Bay, a team that is currently not totally shooken up by injury besides the, the running back um, Jones is, is shook up, but... Uh, AJ Dillon, a good backup. I like the Packers in the spot, especially with the pick them at home. Green Bay wins 23 to 20. According to the Algo Packers are four zero against the spread in their last four home games. Mm. You, me, myself, Irene, Brad, <laughs> the gizmo, the Algo, the whole crew, we're all on the pack. The whole I, pack is on the pack. My favorite point though, is that, uh, that, uh, Rogers, his big brother Stafford, his whole career, and it's going to continue to do his so. His whole career, yeah, and he's a petty yeah, motherfucker. And, he's going to continue. Oh, uh, look, Rogers is like another coach, and, <laughs> and and to a degree, you know, he can dissect. He needs Stafford to cut his hair, man. And, and he looks look like a him. goddamn caveman. He looks like a meth head. That's what he. That's the what I'm caveman, saying. He's, he's like a caveman. He looks a little messy. A messy caveman. He's straight out of Breaking I agree, Bad, and he said some. He said some shit that makes him sound like a Neanderthal. <laughs> You know, Pull it together, he, I mean, he's saying some, he's saying some weird shit. Yeah, he's a little funky. Get that haircut. Needs to be dating Danica. I feel like his new girl ain't that cute. I'm sorry. Okay, Danica okay. was way cuter. Okay, way cuter, way cuter. Well, he'll um, bounce back for sure. All right, we're on a Sunday night. Either we are sitting pretty at this moment, mm-hmm. or the algo has stunk it up, <laughs> and we are now trying to get under our window and not pay the bookie, or we are pressing. And to me, I don't. I, I, I feel like we're going to be pressing. Either way, we're the doing work, getting baby. hot. I, I, I feel like we're going to be pressing. I feel like we're going to see this right. And I, I don't see us going into Sunday night feeling 
real nervous about this game, but I will tell you, I think Baltimore comes out here and, and should stomp them. I think Lamar is coming back to play. I really do. I think he's going to come yeah. to play. He and, took the week off. And, he's just chilling. He had a stomach bug, whatever. He's coming back with fresh legs. This Browns team is is decimated by injury, amongst other things, uh, amongst narratives, amongst the media coverage. They are not in a good place. Ravens at home. Lamar comes out, and I think the Ravens just absolutely steamroll these fools. Yeah, I think he jukes them, you know, <laughs> fake look as, as much hard as he has, as much hard as he has, and I love him. I love his fight. You know, and I don't, I, he is not going to sit out. Again. And he, he's he going to talk shit too. And, like that's good for him, but his wife talking shit and like dividing that locker room. That's not so good. Like I, I well, she deleted it. But... And ain't, I know anytime <laughs> I throw up a post that ain't getting any love in like 10 minutes, I'm deleting that shit. Yeah, you and not only was move. she not getting love, she got hate. She was getting the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. She made the and news. So she wise, deleted yeah. that shit real quick, but. Someone saw it and they caught you and that's not good. But Baker, Baker is the heart of this team for everybody saying that, you know, he's not the long-term answer. The motherfucker is hurt and his heart, him playing now, everyone goes Benjamin, but his heart playing now is if you had Favre in an, in an injury riddled season where yeah. he comes out and, and, you know, yep, motherfucking cabbage motherfuckers. That's what he used to say. He used to say, yep. <laughs> cabbage and i like the yip cabbage i think breaker baker brings the yip cabbage you know who else thinks baker brings the yip cabbage who you got the algo has, has cleveland losing in a very close game 24 23 baltimore you're oh, getting no. two and a half points of value on cleveland listen to this stat the ravens they're one and six against the spread their last seven home games versus a winning road record. Yikes. So teams that play well on the road, Baltimore does not fare well against. This is another one of those divisional matchups. I'm going to back up the algo here. This is one of those, you know, old school divisional matchups where it could be a three point game. It'll stay very close potentially. And maybe that half point gets you over the edge Look, this thing opened up at five and a half, and it's at three and a half. So, wow. um, a lot of movement and uh, on Baltimore. I so, do know this. Um, I'm Baker's sorry, a lot not, of movement on Cleveland. Yeah, towards Cleveland, and I do know this. Like Baker's not just going to roll over. Like it, even if he's hurt, he's coming out swinging, and I can respect that every single day. So, while I think the Ravens roll in the spot, uh, the algo, and then your point about uh, conference close games that I mean, play, yeah, yeah, div- whatever, like division, close, close play. Uh, I, that, I think that all ha- merits really good value there. I think that's a good point. So um, I think probably I do. a smart play, but I, 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 I like I like the Ravens. Okay. I like the Ravens. Personally, with, with the Ravens, it. yeah, I'm sticking with it. Personal, but we, you know, where the money goes. Follows Diago. Why we're talking about flex? <laughs> we're in flex season. <laughs> Why the fuck am I talking about this game? Why are we talking about this game for Monday Night Football? It's Cyber Seattle Monday, bro. At Washington. Are you kidding me? What a stinker. Do they think I'm going to be so high off a trip to fan for the last, you know, four days of <laughs> turkey leftovers and odd creations of stuffing and Just, mac and cheese turkey mm, sandwiches? Mm, 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 I'm hungry. Maybe I don't care what happens on Monday because it's like 
an extra vacation day, one of those foggy days. Mitch is a nihilist now. We've yeah. had a five-day weekend. You know, We're probably in bed before this thing goes off. Why are they? Just don't even play it. But Seattle opened this as a three-and-a-half-point road favor, total 48. Now Washington, because they beat Carolina, fuck them. Now they're laying one. Total's now down to 46-and-a-half, 47 in some places. I got to tell you, you know, Under. Seattle stinks. Yeah. Seattle stinks. What what just happened to them with Colt McCoy? Colt McCoy walked into walked into that uh, stadium, which uh-huh. Seattle has the best, you know, one of the best home, home records. Yeah. Guys, I think that's their is that their fourth loss at home this season? It's a lot. It's a lot more than usual, that's for sure. I got to tell you though, look, Russell Wilson, his second game back. Uh, I feel like they get it together here. Monday night, prime time. I don't see Heineken doing anything. Um, although they've got a couple of good uh, wide receivers. Terry Mc, Mc, McLaurin. Mc, McLaurin. McLaurin. Yeah, he's that really good. That guy's pretty damn good. He came out of Ohio State. That guy's pretty damn good. He's really fucking good. That yeah. Guy's, yeah, that, guy, that guy's pretty damn good. He, I think he solely beat the Panthers I do too. Week. It was I just, his fault. I, um. But I think I think Seattle gets this this game. Uh, Russell Wilson on prime time. I like I like the Hawks. I, the thing is, like all common sense points to Hawks rolling these fools, and that leads me to believe Mike that there's a problem here. Like there's stank in the water somewhere. So while my inclination is that the Seahawks roll here, I'm not going to be surprised if I if I wake up uh, Tuesday morning to see the Washington football team beat shook up Russell Wilson. I, I just you can't really get a feel for it, but yeah, I, I, my inclination is Seahawks roll here. I just, a one point spread freaks me but you, out. But, but you're, but you're, but you're buddies with the football club. What do you mean? I'm, Who are you taking? I'm what taking side? the Seahawks. I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking you're, the you're Seahawks. And I'm going you're with my inclination. It just, I don't feel yeah. very good about it. And I wouldn't be surprised if I was wrong. Maybe this is when we bet on college basketball <laughs> as fellow degenerates. You know, do you what, got? You need what, to get an algo going on let, women's college basketball. We could listen, some cash. Listen, listen. This listen. is my Joe Biden impression. Listen, listen here. Listen, I'm from Scranton. Okay, <laughs> and no, but really, maybe we just want some college basketball going on Monday, uh-huh. and let we we go. team together like Robin Hood. All the fellow degens, uh-huh. the the listeners at Backdoor Cover, uh-huh. we we get on, and and you know maybe we just sabotage a line, <laughs> and uh, maybe we can do that. I don't know. I I don't know how to Robin Hood college basketball, but I know what what is sad that we're gonna be have to watch this football game because it's it's Monday night and you know I don't know. We'll, we'll have to take we'll, an extra we'll, early we'll, bird we'll to make see. it spicy. Oh, man. I mean, it just seems boring. Here's what's going on, okay? The football team, they're 4-0 against the spread their last four games in November. So they've done extremely well this year and last. The algorithm has Washington winning in a very low-scoring game, 20-17. to Algo's on Washington. See, this is what I'm saying. I'm not going to be surprised if I wake up and that's factual, but... All all common sense points to the Seahawks rolling these fools. Okay, uh, well, that was a good there, episode, there, Mitch. There you go. I, I, we should probably play, play you it, out before it, our, it, our wife's service divorce papers. 
Well, yeah, you know, we got to get back to the family. I'm, it's <laughs> by the way, you know, in full disclosure, four forty eight now. I have to go and get showered so we can go to dinner at five thirty. Wow, that's how you know you're hanging out with fam. You going to Luby's or what? The early bird special, bro. We're going to Commodore. Oh, baby, that's some good shit. It is some good tacos. We're gonna talk about it. And uh, <laughs> man, happy Thanksgiving! Yeah, happy to you. Thanksgiving, Mitch. Happy appreciate Thanksgiving you to the Wesley family. Happy Thanksgiving to our listeners. Happy Thanksgiving to Early Bird. Uh, there's only a, one Thanksgiving meal that you've got to have at the table that your folks don't uh-huh. know about, which is the early bird CBD gummies. Maybe Bring too. those out for dessert. Yeah. It'll be a huge Thanksgiving hit. Mitch, you're the friends. greatest. Thanks for listening. You're the greatest.